Here we are with Bible Thoughts. My name is Mark Calvin. We are continuing our study of Job. I apologize for the long delay in between the study segments. Um, there's a lot going on in life, so I try to get these in when I can. Um, today we're talking about Job chapters 3 and 4, and what I'm going to do is just kind of an overview. I encourage you to actually read through the chapters. Um, I'm just going to kind of do an overview. I have my notes and my Bible here in front of me. And um, also what I'm going to do is I may read a few verses here and there to kind of bring things out. But the, the general uh, the general concept is for you to you to read and you to go through. All of you are intelligent people. So um, I will leave the word for word reading up to you. So when we're looking at chapters three and four of Job, and we look at chapter three, it's interesting to point out that the majority of the chapter of chapter three is Job essentially wishing for death. He's, you know, questioning, questioning his own birth and he's questioning why things happen and excuse me, why he can't just why couldn't he have just died at birth or never been conceived or, you know, it's one of those interesting things that when we get into tough spots and we get into bad positions, um, the first place that we go a lot of times is to the negative side. And, you know, we start to question our own mortality in different ways. And we start to question the, the different mistakes that we've made. And, you know, we really start to get into that negative mindset based on the events that are occurring. And Job has kind of done this same thing. And if we look at, you know, Job chapter three, verses 20 through 26, I am going to read those verses uh, to you. You can follow along. I'm using the NASB version of the Bible. So whatever Bible you're using may be a little bit different. But um, here we go. Job chapter three, verses 20 through 26. And this is Job in his own his own lament. Um, he says, why is light even why is light given to him who suffers in life to the bitter of soul who long for death and but there is none and dig for it more than for hidden treasures who rejoice greatly and exult when they find the grave why is light given to a man whose way is hidden and whom god has hedged in that's interesting right there make note of that um Verse 24, for my groaning comes at sight of my food and my cries pour out like water. For what, for what I fear comes upon me and what I dread befalls me. I am, no, I am not at ease, nor am I quiet. I am not at rest, but turmoil comes. You know, in that verse that I pointed out to go back up there and look at verse 23 why is light given to man whose way is hidden and whom God has hedged in? You know, that, that's a question that Job brings up. You know, why is light in this way is life? Why is life given to someone, you know, why is life given to people who um, whose way is hidden? You know, we don't know what's next. 
We don't know what's coming up. You know, why, you know, he's wondering why, why you even have life if we don't know what our future is going to be, you know, and whom God is hedged in. That's an interesting concept because you hear, you hear people pray all the time, you know, put a hedge of protection around this person or that person or around this group of people or that group of people and that type of thing. Well, at this point, you know, Job is starting to think that God has hedged him in with a hedge of protection, but he has hedged him in with the turmoil inside the inside the hedge. You know, it's kind of like being locked in, a, you know, oh, I'm locked in a safe room. I'm safe in here. But in this in this perception, perception, God has or Job believes that God has locked him in the safe room with the turmoil. It's kind of like being locked in the safe room with the attacker or with the robber or, you know, the person assaulting you. You know, Job is like, well, wait a minute. You've put a hedge of protection around me with the demons or with the problems that I'm trying to be protected from. And, you know, Job is really starting to think those things and he's really starting to get there. You know, his mind is really causing a lot of turmoil for him. And then in verse 25. For what I fear comes upon me, and what I dread befalls me. Um, Job is, you know, the things that he has fear and dread over, he's worried, the things he's worried about, he fears that he has come face to face with. And he doesn't know how to deal with that or know if he's ready to deal with that because he's afraid of it. And if you read um, different statistics on the Bible, the phrase fear not happens many, many times. And I don't remember what the number is and I'm not going to pretend like I do, but fear not uh, occurs many times in the Bible. You know, so at this point, Job is just questioning, why am I even alive? You know, God has built a hedge of protection and he's starting to think that this hedge of protection has hedged him in with the turmoil, you know, and then he's also, afraid that he is staring face to face with the things that he fears. You know, in fact, he, he's not afraid of it. He knows it. And, you know, he admits in that last verse, I'm not at ease, nor am I quiet, and I'm not at rest, but turmoil, uh, but turmoil comes. So, you know, he's, he, he's really in an upset time right now. He's really in an upset space. And, then in chapter four, his uh, his friend Eliphaz the Temanite, and he shows up with the other three, and they've been sitting for seven days in silence, just kind of being respectful to Job. Well, Eliphaz decides to speak. Decides to speak, and in the study notes in the Bible, it says uh, Timon is a town um, that is known for its wisdom. Timon is an Edomite town that is known for its wisdom. And uh, the problem is, is Eliphaz doesn't know what he doesn't know. Eliphaz doesn't know that God has, you know, basically allowed Satan to touch Job and, you know, touch his property and his family and everything else. So Eliphaz is making assumptions. We, you know, there, there's where we need to be careful in life. Eliphaz is making assumptions that Job has sinned somewhere. 
And throughout chapter four, you can see that as you read it, that, um, you know, Eliphaz says that God is chastening him for some wrong. Um, And he, he tells Job that he should be grateful that go and that God is correcting him. And because Eliphaz believes Job has done something wrong somewhere and Job may not even be aware of it, but God is correcting him and he should rejoice in the fact that he is being corrected and he's not being killed. Um, And it comes out in the, in these chapters, all mortals are sinful. God's right to punish uh, God has the right to punish and be be thankful for the correction. So God is, you know, Eliphaz is telling Job that God is putting him back on the right path. Eliphaz doesn't realize that this is something that um, is way beyond his level of understanding. You know, verse uh, verse eighteen and nineteen. You know, God talks about. Um, the angels are even corrected. So, you know, when it goes on, it talks about the angels are being, the angels are being, even being corrected, you know, and it, and it talks about uh, in verse 21 of chapter four is not their tent cord plucked up with them. And it uses uh, a tent as a description of life because it's very temporary. Um and he talks about morning and evening and, and that being morning, the, the dawn being birth and evening being sunset, being death and how, how brief life is and how temporary life is. And, you know, he talks about how even the angels are corrected by God. So why wouldn't man in a house of clay, house of clay referring to our bodies, um, why why wouldn't God correct man in the same manner that he corrects angels? And, you know, Eliphaz is very, he's very wise in what he does know, but he, you know, as we said earlier, he doesn't know what he doesn't know. So, you know, kind of the, the synopsis to this is, you know, two questions. What did I do versus what is God doing? You know, in chapter three, you you read where Job is basically, you know, in in not such words, but he's asking kind of what did I do? You know, what did I do wrong? But that's not what he should have been asking. He should have been asking, OK, what is God doing? What is God's plan? Because, um, you know, this this whole book is about the dominion of God and you know, his correction of his people and his working through his people. And that's, you know, that's the big thing is for me that what really jumped out with these chapters is what did I do versus what is God doing? You know, a lot of times, you know, I, a lot of times you'll see that meme on Facebook or in any other social media that, talks about asking God, you know, why are you dragging me through so many troubled waters? And God says, because your enemies can't swim. You know, when I was, I I thought about that when I was reading that whole piece about the hedge of protection, you know, what if God hedged Job in to protect him from something going on on the outside of that hedge that Job knows nothing about? 
you know, what about us? What about the situation that you're in? You know, my wife and I are not in the greatest of situations right now, but it started me thinking, what if God has us here and the things that are happening are to protect us from something that is happening somewhere else or to set us up to build something? You know, in in the Bible, he says, I go away to prepare a place for you. And when I return and what if he's away preparing a place for us? And that's something that we'll find out later on. We're just in this spot right now. Um, for a brief time, but if we could continue to have faith and trust in him, that will, the, the, that place that has been prepared, that next step, that next pathway will open up to us later on. And I think this story in Job is kind of that same thing. You know, Eliphaz doesn't know the ultimate, the whole story, the whole plan that God has set in place, but he's also, you know, he's also trying to help Job in whatever wisdom that he has. It's just interesting. Think about those two questions, you know, with, with, with concern with Job and maybe in our own. You know, what did I do versus what is God doing? You know, because Job in this point, Job is more asking, what did I do? And why, why have these things come upon me more than he has? What is God doing? You know, because God has the ultimate plan. So I hope those, I hope this kind of synopsis of those two chapters was a help to you. I hope you pulled something out of it. Maybe it sparked a completely different thought for you. And I hope that is uh, good for you. And it takes you in some different places. The next two chapters, chapters five and six uh, will be next time. Thank you for listening, and uh, please share this with anybody that you think would be of benefit. See you next time.